to show 45 of the Ellie and Oliver show. <laughs> Amazing, huh? I was going to make more of a noise for it, but I, I lost heart. We so. should do some sound effects this week, mm-hmm. like our inspirational um, guest host last weekend, Guillotina Munta. Let's do them later. Today's show <laughs> is themed evaluations. And I've picked this... Because it's coming to the end of the year, I guess, and we're both a little bit melancholic about that. But I thought it was important to reflect back on, you know, the what's been happening over the course of the year, some of the successes, some of the better shows, some of the worse, sho- worse shows, to really evaluate what's come before so that we can make the most of our remaining eight episodes. Because we're counting down right now which is really, really, really horrible. So evaluating, I thought evaluations was quite an interesting word to discuss in terms of reflecting on what's been before um, and working out what was successful. Yeah, what was quite interesting for me is that very early on in the series of Ellie and Oliver shows, yeah. I, th- I believe it might be on the 3rd of February 2012, there's a show called Memories. Right. But I tell you now, I can't remember a single thing about Memories and I haven't ever listened to it. It's one of the very few shows that I've never, ever listened to. And I've made, I don't know if I've said this before, but I've made a sort of pact with myself that I won't listen to it for maybe another 25 years and then maybe I'll just listen to it then when I'm feeling particularly lonely. Wow. And if I haven't seen you for a while, I mean, one of us might be dead. I know, oh, my God. Just put that out there. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saving that one up. Um, sometimes I worry about evaluating the shows too much. I know you're a really big fan of the yeah. Ellie and Oliver show, as am I. But you are much more of a critical listener, I think, and you look for ways that we can improve the shows. Yeah. Whereas for me, because I'm not really ever thinking about the audience for the shows, apologies to anyone who's listening as an audience member, but really for me this is an exercise in friendship between me and you. Yeah. That other people may enjoy, but they don't necessarily have to. Um and so I don't really think about it in terms of like how to make a great... But I think that this is also because I have a very difficult time making any evaluations of anything, be it good or bad, because I just, I'm just i just not sure like what the categories for that are. Yeah, well, it's... I mean, I don't really know what the categories are either. And you're right. I think that things that are too sefer- self-referential are inherently a little bit well, self-obsessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to have a radio show that only talks about previous radio shows, would th- I think would be a disaster. <laughs> but this idea of evaluating like your past performance, I suppose, mm. as an important... You know, for me, that's my... The only thing that guides me, if I think about it, the only thing that guides me in my life is the me of the past. And I was like... Because I was thinking about this in terms of like the notion of self, because I said, hinted that I wanted to talk about some sort of existential (laughs) topics today. I don't Mm -hmm. really know anything about it. But I just made this note, because I guess, like, on and off for the last 
couple of months because I've been traveling around a bit and then we had friendship fest we had lots of people visiting a lot of drinking had to be done and socializing etc etc I guess I felt like a little bit confused about where I'm going and confused about where I am who I am Mm. and what on earth I'm doing so I just like wrote this little note um because I religiously make notes in these little books and sometimes you know you don't really know why you're doing that um, and this is probably sounds really, really, really obvious, but I think it's and also really embarrassing. But it's talking about self because self is such an elusive thing. The only way we can grasp it sometimes is to review and reflect on earlier material and research to attempt to create some sort of continuity moving forward. This is why I think I take notes. Because in the future, when I'm lost again about who I am and what I'm interested in, I can reread these notes and remind myself what I care about and what I should be doing. I know what you mean. I totally understand like why you would say that. But mm. again, you know, last week I talked about slightly like the the discrepancy between the way that you feel about helping the planet and then the fact that you live in a planet that does lots of things that you disagree with yeah i can't help but feel that actually anyone who's considering their self in that way and this is a paradox that you've investigated before but like it is it is to do with like a certain uh, way of understanding yourself through like the language of branding or like um and i don't just mean because you're an artist but anybody who's thinking about like what's the what what has our product done before? What what's the goals for our product in the future? Where is our product in the market at the moment? <laughs> um, and I'm not just saying that in terms of you being an artist, but in terms of like any kind of social situation, or or any kind of living situation. I think if you're thinking in that way, and it's not to say that I don't, because in a minute I'd like to tell you about I made five goals in August. Yeah. And I'd like to update because this week I've been thinking a lot as we come towards the end of the year about where I am at that stage yeah. with those goals. So it's not that I'm exempt from that process. Yeah. But I also think it, well, it's obviously, I'd like to think it's problematic, Elizabeth. Or yeah. just kind of old-fashioned, just very old-fashioned. Oh, my goodness. Well, existentialism, I suppose, is old-fashioned. Yes, like because didn't Sartre say something like, oh, something, I mean, I don't really know what Sartre said. He said a lot. Be- and a lot, being nothingness being a nothingness yes anyway i was just thinking about whether you, you could just write a book lot. Title. i was just thinking about whether you could write Nausea. a lot about nothing no exit did you write <laughs> did you write a lot about nothing um being a nothingness i i have no idea about but didn't he say i did s- just recently start to read a book by sartre but just because it was given to me by somebody else and i, I wanted to have a conversation about the book okay. uh, with with that person Okay, but the thing that I was going to say about it is, like, um, didn't he say something about, like, he'd created this, you know, persona of the famous French philosopher, and, like, you know, he, 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 everyone falls into that trap, because I think it comes back to the things that we were talking about last week, about how, how else do you motivate yourself? If you don't believe in some sort of progress, in some sort of trajectory, then you just flail about lost and confused don't you but that's but that's that's not to say that flailing about lost and confused is more or less preferable than being motivated no because it makes me unhappy i don't think i can be happy but does it make you I unhappy naturally or does it make you unhappy because you were born into a certain mindset in a certain time i don't know about that uh, that is a very good question i think like if i could 
just because if you're a medieval peasant, yeah, you know, I'm sure we were talking about this before, or it was on another radio show or some television program that I've seen, and I can't remember where the reference is, so I can't quote it, unfortunately. But they said, like, you know, you just work until you've got enough money for the week to live on, or you've got enough food, and then you have a saint's day, and then you just go and have a party, and you're just living in that in that moment, and also yeah. because you don't know when death is coming, yeah. Whereas now you can project that a lot more. Yeah, well... I'm sure I read recently that we are going to be able to know soon when people are like, oh, we're going to be able to calculate a lot more accurately when everyone's time is coming. Although it doesn't work because you can't really factor in for accidents. Accidents. (laughs) You can if you wear a head-to-toe fluorescent cycling accident. Yeah, not if you don't wear a cycling helmet, though, Ellie Harrison. I know, Bradley Wiggins. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Well, he got his comeuppance this week, didn't he? Was it Bradley? Yeah, I think it is. Isn't that Bradley Wiggins? No, that's that other. F- that's uh, Lance Armstrong. No, not Lance Armstrong. Didn't okay. Bradley Wiggins get knocked down by a van yesterday? Are you joking? No, I'm sure he got knocked over by a van. You're smiling. You're so sick. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure set. he got knocked over. I'm sure I saw it in my Facebook feed. I don't know if it was a joke. Jesus Christ. That's he's I think he's all right, though. Okay, so it wasn't like he just died. No, he's probably just going to use it as a platform to say some other things that you'll disagree with. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, like that is a really interesting question about whether I only feel happy when I'm working towards something or like when I'm creatively engaged because, because of the society that I'm born into. But I think that human beings do thrive regardless of what society they're born into from some sort of mental engagement. Well, it takes away from the existential crisis. Yeah, the 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 um authentic the the authentic moment. Well, isn't the authentic authenticity mm. to do with like just you know not thinking about your life in terms of a trajectory and thinking about it just in terms of pure existence. Well, I think that authenticity. I don't know, but I think if authenticity is like you're talking about it in relation to Heidegger. I think Heidegger would have said it wasn't existentialism and I think Sartre would have rewritten it and said that it was existentialism oh. and then he would have cropped Nietzsche in as well. Well, they didn't but get that's on. the vibe that I understand. Like, because, you know, Sartre thought that Heidegger was an existentialist because he thought that Heidegger was also a humanist. But Heidegger said he wasn't a humanist and so therefore I don't think he thought he was an existentialist. Oh. Well... So, but so if you're talking in Sartre in terms, you could say, what does Sartre say? Nausea and Kierkegaard says anxiety. I think anxiety is a good one to think about, like how you're passing the time, and and so you're free from that anxiety temporarily when you're engaged in a project. So, in a way, you're suggesting that we shouldn't evaluate the past mm. because we should just live in the moment. And well, like but it's just it is purely, I think, just about time and mindset and you can't live in a time that values that without acknowledging it so we don't really have any choice but to think in that way I don't think like or at least to at least to think about it and then be aware that we're thinking about it in that way yeah like that we are evaluating we are I'm a goal setter yeah I do set goals but you know it's funny when I'm when I'm working towards these goals I I don't really keep on thinking about that goal all the time it's just afterwards I realised that I've achieved it because it was just all that I was just sort of started working towards it. Um, 
Right, sorry. Ellie just had to whisper to me that it's time for a song. I can't bloody believe that. It's been so quick and I feel like we've said nothing of interest so far. I'm going to play my song first, but I, I need to give it a little bit of an intro. Um, my friend Denise, uh, my good friend Denise Uster, she's a lovely lady, and she sent me this song through Spotify and said, check this out. I think you'll really like it. And I listened to it and I really liked it. You evaluated I evaluate, it. Well, no, but this is the thing. I didn't. I just listened to it and I liked it. And I think... I just liked it because I was told that I'd like it because then I went, and this is something that I do all the time, then I went onto the internet to read some reviews about it and the band got like quite a lot of really bad reviews and pointed out some flaws in them and that completely changed the way that I appreciated the music mm. and this is a massive problem for me actually. Like my, I feel like I really have no system for judge or not, no ability for judgment. I have a lot of time, I, have, I spend a lot of time thinking but I've sort of been realising this week that I don't, and I'd like to talk about this a bit later, that I don't really do any feeling. And I think the problem is with making any sort of actual evaluation, you can think and think and think, but unless you really feel something strongly, then you can't make one evaluation or the other in like a proper, you can't just, I just end up sitting on the fence about everything. And so I feel like that about this music, because the last opinion I heard about it was bad, now I sort of feel weird about it. Well, let's let our let's, listeners let's, decide. Let's, let's, let's listen to it. It's um, called Rumba, and it's by Sound of Rum. Wow, let's evaluate it later. When the breeze blow, drink flow, clutch my touch, sad taste, vision Successor to Antigone's tradition London born bread raised on the dim my guts London is a savage place for the strangers It's too abrupt, it's too immediate, it's too cold and it's too small In my London is a London does and I hate longer calling I got to reply, creepy streets and nights I'm like, you can beat us on two, won't be beaten twice I live to eat the mics, my pace of distance spitting bars I'm skipping class to walk a little further down a different path All my friends were hitting bars, sniffing halves Getting ripped apart, nicking cars, contemplating living large I was on top of a mountain, screaming drinks into existence Watching city life from a distance with both eyes fixed on that dark
Pause. about the jingle uh-huh. so organized just set my ipod up to play it automatically <laughs> after the song so we were kind of evaluating that the whole way through and deciding whether it was really embarrassing or really good and for yeah. me it was something to do with that the fact that you could hear the live band in the background just made it feel a little bit ott like not no lay style where she would just be spitting like she'd be doing it on her kitchen table i, I find the the lyrical content like a little bit too thick like there's too much stuff like in that she mentions like sophocles aristophanes like oh my just god all the, like do you know just like so much stuff and it's like yeah okay cool you're really street but also you've got like an english lit degree or something yeah. uh, for me i don't know it's too much it's not really do you know what it's too thoughtful and not like enough feeling yeah um but don't you think that the um, and that's a big thing for me right now yeah, well, the only and Oliver show does suffer from that. And one thing that I wanted to say, because I'm a very critical person mm-hmm. of our prior, prior performance, is that in recent weeks, I don't know really how long it's been going on, Oliver, but this sense of like talking over each other and not really listening to each other, but also like in li- in recent weeks, a lack of preparation and maybe laziness and a complacency because we've got to this point when we're in the 40s and we think we've got our system in the in the 40s i mean not in age wise Mm -hmm. but 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 this idea of like just relating to the song throwing in so many like references like who the fuck are we trying to impress like and it's just jam-packed and we're just blurting at each other and not really engaging and listening to each other and I think we need to change and we need to improve and we need to reconnect as humans but doing that through through this for me just does not work like what you're saying is that we need to improve the quality of the show and the quality of our relationship we can't think about those two things at once like and to me like how listenable this is to other people is like pretty irrelevant like i'm just you know i like it and if people are interested and they want to listen that's fine but i don't think that other audience i don't think audience should have to be a consideration for someone because 
I don't like as if we're both not neurotic enough without having to worry about that kind of stuff. I I don't know. I mean, I think I I always try to systematize the way that I like make an artwork or the way that I think about an artwork. Like, and for ages I was trying to work out like how you could come to a decision of like who how how an artwork was best made and so I thought it was about like what's the discrepancy between what an artist thinks that their work's about and what someone gets from it and maybe yeah. that means that they're using the tool as a communicative tool and that it's working well but all of that is about rationalization and thought and my biggest problem I think you know I spent this year saying that it was going to be my year of seriousness yeah so I thought a lot about the way that I was existing because I felt like I wasn't really before and I realized like I can think and think and think but I really have no capacity to actually just feel stuff it's really weird like and the more I thought about it I realized that all I can do is think and I'm not very good at feeling anything at all and so next year is going to be my year of feeling and I'm just going to try and st- stop myself from thinking as much and actually feel because they're so different. They're so different that I can't even remember a lot of the time like what it is really to feel something, like feel something really strongly. Did your goals from August relate to this at all? I've my goals from August, right? They're a bit embarrassing, but I'm just going to go through them. They're inspired by Naja Syed uh, of ArtStarsTV.com uh, when we were friends. And, um, yeah, she said have five goals, like five goals and just, like, you know, keep thinking about them. So mine were to get a boyfriend. <laughs> right. To um, start making a positive move towards writing a PhD. Right. To change jobs, to move out, and to do an exhibition. I can't believe you actually put move out on that goal and you didn't even tell but me. I know, but it's like not it's not really to do with you, but it's more to do with <laughs> imagine that. It's something it's not to do with you. It's just because I, I just I wanted to be more independent. Uh, like I, I felt like it was bad for me to keep on living in a situation where I wasn't Go on. Was there a time scale on these goals? Next August. Uh, okay. So right. 12 months. 12 months. Um, well, um, you're doing okay with quite a few of them, I I'm, would I'm, say. I'm, I'm basically like, four of them, I feel like I'm definitely working towards like pretty positively. Yeah. And so that is nice. That is really nice. But it comes back to my problem with what you were saying before about goal setting and like looking back at your past and future. So it's weird because it is good for me, but I worry that rather than feeling I wanted, I I, I, I thought about those things too. I rationally, I don't know. And you, and that you're just, when you get there, it'll just be because you've achieved something. Yeah. That's why I'd rather spend time feeling next year rather than thinking. Well, you should, because I think that that is, maybe that's what I need to do as well but I feel there's a conflict between the two like if you talk about like you think about emotions and rationality like what was the show we did sentiment sentiment sensibility sensibility like if you talk about if you think about that show and like the contrast between the character in sense and sensibility who is like swayed by emotions and the character who's swayed by reason Mm. but I think that I have you know, both those characters 
inside me, but because I'm a bloody conceptual artist, the reason one, the one that's always thinking and trying to work out what would logically be the best step forward, Mm. is the one that normally takes precedence. But I wonder, I mean, my thing with feelings is, right, and in relation to what you were just saying, because I was thinking for a long time that I did feel things, but actually I, I sort of began to think that maybe I only felt things that I thought were the rational way of thinking about them and so yeah. like all of my feelings were completely destroyed i had no i just feel like i have no spontaneous feelings you know like i'm always saying like oh yeah i haven't cried for like five years or something like that yeah that really freaks me out and then this week or over the last couple of weeks i've already said this to you i'm not going to go too much into it because not really my vibe anymore but i have spent some time um like kissing someone yeah and what i realized was like when you're kissing someone and you're really like actually kissing someone you're not think like it's a really strange feeling for me because it's like i just completely can't remember what i'm thinking or doing because i'm just feeling. feeling amazing it's really strange though because it hasn't happened for such long like literally i, I might just be looking at this person and we have a conversation and i realize that my brain is frozen because I'm just feeling something else other than like how is the best way to proceed with this conversation, which is how I would normally. Wow. So that's pretty amazing. And it like, cause I just really quite recently listened to needs again, which I think is a very good show. But if you think about the Maslow's hierarchy, like you're progressing, <laughs> you're on level three. Am is I? It? I think what's the S- one like moving towards self-actualization, sexual intimacy, or something? But like, it's 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 fulfilling an important component of your humanity. It's very interesting, if you yeah. Because I think before that, what I really thought about myself, especially my body, I just really thought about it as like a vessel for my brain and to do work. Yeah. And that's really it. And it's been like that for such a long time. It's taken me a long time. Oh, I think it's going to take a while for me to switch back again or to try and make a bit of a transition. Exactly. But to just throw in that, like, I haven't mentioned capitalism once this show, but just because, you know, if you look at the whole system of capitalism, we're all, like, productive units. That's the only reason why we exist. It's like this society that we hi- that we live in you know, we're born into a system where we think we have to be useful and we have to produce useful things. So we just use the skills that we've got to try to achieve something, mm-hmm. I suppose. And and maybe that does make us block out. Oh, this comes back it. again, though, to the ways of evaluating the Ellie and Oliver show and like whether what we're doing, if we just talk about ourselves, is self-indulgent and selfish or whether actually like doing the opposite is just because we feel like it has to offer something because we have this obsession with being productive and giving something back because otherwise it's a waste yeah it's the same as like being an artist who just makes kind of whatever they want to make regardless um because actually that's a really inspirational thing to see i think sometimes even if they worked in complete anonymity or whatever that word is for like 50 years or something. You look at Henry Darger, just spent yeah. home every night, and now he's not a great example in the current Jimmy Savile climate. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but I, I know exactly what you mean. It gives me an idea for next week's re- theme, which I know isn't my theme, but I, I just, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to offer no, some petition suggestions. Me. Because like, anyway, we should probably end because we've come to the end. I believe that it's your, it's a turn, it's a time for your, 
is. song, isn't it? It is my song. Um, Have you thought long and hard about this? Have you evaluated your choice well? I've really evaluated my choice particularly. I haven't really thought long and hard about this at all. And I was panicking about five minutes to 12, thinking I don't know what to play. Oh, Ellie, before we do go into that, can I just say one little thing? I just feel like it's really important that we do this. Mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you to everybody who did Friendship Festival for us over the last three weeks. And thanks to Glasgow... And thanks to Emily Chapel, thanks to Short Legs. Um, Who are you talking to, Oliver? You don't care about us. I listeners. don't give a shit about anyone listening, but I just want to say that <laughs> to anonymous. I just wanted to say it to you. <laughs> for, for, for me, you personified the whole of Friendship Festival. I know, but did you not? When we were sat on the stair, I was actually wearing my pants and vest, which was a little inappropriate for a Saturday <laughs> night. It's about four o'clock in the morning. But we were smoking a cig, and I said, look, we'd had a fight. And I said, you've got <laughs> to really appreciate what we just experienced for the last three weeks because think of all those really amazing people that we met. Yeah, but that, that's the problem with appreciating things, right, in the moment. It's yeah. really difficult. I did appreciate it in the moment. I appreciated it. I appreciated it this week and I looked at the photographs a lot. Because if I think about how wild we were on some of those nights out, like, I really was living in the moment on some of those nights out. Like, I would have stayed out all night. I would have just, like... I know you didn't want to. No, you're very good at it, but this is, like, this is my problem. Like, I'm really not good at living in the moment, and I think that's to do with a disconnect of feelings. But I'm researching and working on it. It's Defo's time for your song. Maybe I shouldn't even play a song. We've already gone over. We've already gone over. No, I refuse to let you escape... (laughs) Not playing your song. You're okay. outrageous. Okay. Um, Thanks I'll for listening. I'm going to play um, a song by... I'd like to play... As, actually, I'm just going to play a different song. Is that all right? Yeah, it's your choice. Do it whatever you want. It might just take me a little while to find Okay, it. I'll just do a little bit of an intro. or a, So what Ellie's doing now is fiddling around on her i. What do you call it? iTunes, iBox, iPod, sorry, I'm not very um, mechanically minded or whatever we call it. I just thought I might play because um, I was going to play a song that I just liked. I was going to play a song by The Clash because I haven't played any of The Clash yet and I do Mm. like the song Rock the Casper. (laughs) It's so interesting for me because I... Your musical choices are so enigmatic because I just, you know, I never see you or hear you listening to music ever. So it's so weird when I find out that you like a band or that you like a certain type of music. It's really unusual. Well, I'm going to play a song by a band called Policia, who... No way. But the reason I'm going to play is because the young man who I've recently become friends with went to see them when they played in Glasgow last... Friday night, and he just described it as this like really like amazing gig. I mean, he the way he described it was such passion. Like it made me really jealous that I wasn't there because it just seemed like the music was so powerful and so like so much emotion and feeling in it that it was like a transcendental experience that we both never had, but we kind of learnt about via this person who was there. So. I'm just going to play the first song from that album because I don't know it very well. But here we go. It's called Amongst Us. Whoop. (laughs) 
the end of the first show.